Welcome to Midday Cafe. So today, there are just two of us. Uh, hi, my name is Mike Giannotti. I am a principal technology specialist here for Microsoft, working on Microsoft Teams, and I'm joined by my colleague. Hello, this is Sue Bensel, Microsoft Teams technical specialist. Same team as Mike G. So we are here today. I'm, I'm very excited. We are going to be talking uh, a number of things. Uh, today, I'll be presenting on Microsoft List, not to be confused with SharePoint lists of yesteryear. And Sue, you're going to be talking? I'm going to be focusing on co-authoring um, a document, um, but really focusing on how we're going to work in a hybrid environment. You know, it's a, some tools you can use to be able to work when you're apart. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting. There's some great stuff we're going to be showing you. Um, there's just the two of us, like I said. I am actually, just to set the context, uh, while people see my lovely Windows 11 background, I am sitting in the basement of my son's house uh, on the pull-out couch made up as a bed as I'm visiting <laughs> for the week on vacation. But I did have a couple of meetings, including this, that I wanted to make sure uh, I attended. So, uh yeah, I'm down here. If, if a grandchild happens to come running and screaming down the stairs, you'll know why. <laughs> you All right. You look, it looks a very professional setting you got going on. Right. I'm always very professional with my faux green screen here. <laughs> All right. So um, I wanted to talk about Microsoft Lists. And Sue, Microsoft Lists, have you used Lists at all? That's why I'm excited, and that's why I want you to go first. I have not. So lists are a, you know, we talk a lot these days about Power BI, Power uh, Automate, and then Power Apps, especially to build apps to capture data and display data. And it is true that Power Apps, when we talk about the Power Platform, provides a way to do things low code, right? where you don't have to be a, a developer to get in there and get your hands dirty and maneuver things around. But with, you still need though a level of expertise and there still is a, a, a technical level. One of the things that at Microsoft I love and I've loved for years is really getting, I call it getting the mojo out of IT's little bag that they used to hold and say, Here's where all that it is contained, and one I will dole out to you as I see fit. Um, <laughs> you know, that's when I started. I remember I was working as an instructional web designer. It was still the 90s, and uh, I was like, are you kidding me? And I wanted to see power in the hands of people. So Microsoft with SharePoint introduced something called lists, where you can create a list. It can capture data. You can have, you know, formatted fields for date and monetary and things like that and have it. It almost was like a web based database, but there are real limitations around it in comparison to tools at the time like Access or even Excel. But those what we've done is as we've gone to the 365 platform, we have something called called Microsoft list. I almost said SharePoint list. I heard it. Microsoft list which are based on some of the underlying data structure, not limited by what we have in SharePoint, although you'll see we surface these in SharePoint. 
And the beauty is they scale. They're very performant. We have templates available for them, for a number of them. You can create them from scratch using nothing more than an Excel spreadsheet. Um, and then the last thing is that they're easy to create and use, and you don't have to be technical. So rather than just talk about it, what I'm going to provide a bunch of resources. I'd like to pull them up, and I'm going to show three ways of doing lists today. Native, just a list standalone within the context of SharePoint, setting up a list for a site. And then finally, I'm going to show setting up a list within Teams right within its native and teams, right? So let's go ahead. I am going to share my one. I don't have multiple monitors today. Oh. And uh, yeah, that's right. So we're going to go ahead, share. And that's going to minimize all that. I'm gonna, Sue, I'm going to squash you down below. There we go. And let's go. Oh, yeah, I'll keep it like this. So. Here you can see I'm in the beautiful glory of what is this? It's beautiful. And, but what is it? Oh, the actual picture of Windows, the Windows 11 background. We're in Windows. I am in Windows 11. You I are. So the developer preview, uh, it, we're releasing that, you know, uh, publicly. And uh, so here we are. And what I'm going to do, though, is bring up, I do have a demo tenant. And like I mentioned, I have three views. We're going to look at lists, SharePoint, and then Teams. Let's start with lists. So to find lists, for those of you who are listening via podcast, an audio podcast, um, it's very simple. If you go to your 365 homepage, and you know, I'm going to go on. This one is the landing. So it's the the landing homepage portal. If you go up to the upper left-hand corner, there is that series of dots in a grid. It's the app launcher slash, some people call it the waffle. And if you click it, if you don't see it, here's a list right here. You can click where it says all apps and scroll down and you'll see something called lists. And just click on that. And that will take you to a view that says Microsoft lists. It'll have favorites. It will have a thing for selecting a uh, star icon to favorite a list. It'll have your most recent, if you have any. If you have none, it'll be blank. Um, they do have a filter over on the right-hand side. But right underneath search, there is a box in purple that says new list. So to create a list, again, where you're going to be able to capture data, display data, and have a form for inputting that data, we're going to go ahead and just select new list. And we're going to get a dialog box. And at the top, it's going to top left, it'll say create a list. Right underneath that are three boxes. The first one says blank. So you can start creating a list from scratch where you're going to determine the attributes that you want to capture and it will build the form. You can reorder them, but you can start from blank. The second one is from Excel. So if you have an Excel file where you've been doing things like, let's say, event registration, issue tracking, anything like that, we can go ahead and you can import it and it will build a list 
web-based that anybody with you know a browser or I even have on my iPhone uh, I have actually the list application running on my iPhone so I can get to them there but anybody who has you know just a basic browser will be able to get to it um, or also if they're the third box is from an existing list so if somebody's created one that you like and you want to replicate you can go ahead select that it'll build one based off of the structure and then you'll go ahead and start putting your own data that's the the first three ways that you can do this you can build from scratch from excel or from existing the next ones though are the ways that i really like and so you'll note that we have eight templates today available there will be more coming but today there is eight primary ones that really if you just want to get in and start messing around with lists get a sense as to what they can do how you can modify work with them and by the way if you've worked with sharepoint lists it's going to look and feel very familiar to you right just with without the limitations that you had previously but right from here i can see we have one for issue tracking employee onboarding which has been a big topic with customers lately event itinerary asset management a recruitment tracker if you're recruiting employees travel requests work progress tracker and a content scheduler so like in the case of if you're doing social media if you're maybe on the internal communications team publishing to the home page you can uh, look at scheduling the content publications but i'm going to pick employee onboarding because that has been a hot topic with customers lately looking how do we assist with onboarding and providing them a way to track their progress and so here i can come in i'm going to select this particular one it's going to then show me in a quick view uh, the different content that's going to be captured and some of the options that'll happen here and i can scroll up and down or sideways to see all the various pieces when i'm ready i'll select use template i can then rename it if i want and i'll call this uh, employee onboarding tracker in my case there we go we can give it a description i can pick a color it has a default i can choose an icon that's going to appear with that and then the last option underneath that it says save to and you'll notice by default it's saved to my lists so as the person creating it i can save it with my own lists then i can share it to those i want or if i select the drop down you'll notice it then bubbles up any of the websites that i have access to and can publish to as well as microsoft teams both of that's available here so um, a lot of flexibility as to how we approach this i'm going to go ahead and just select the my list we're going to click create does that mean and just like that me? we get this list you'll notice it's blank but it has um here your work and you can see we can do sorting a to z z to a filter by so any of these columns where data is going to be input we can do sorting by and we've got description complete by complete completed on mentor relevant link 
and then add a column. But it's been left blank. So what we might want to do is actually say, you know, what are the things we're going to track and, and put that in here under work? Then we can give a description when it needs to be completed by um, and assign all these. It's, it's, it is a classic grid of data. In fact, if I want, I can even click up here in the top just above it. It says edit and grid view. So I can select that and it's going to open it up in a grid. And nice. now you can see here I can do my editing from a grid uh, view that without having to um, input data, I'm going to say exit grid view. We also have the ability to share this item with other people. So if I select that, who do I want to access? And it lets me pick names, groups, or emails. So if you have, you know, security groups or different groups of people or specific people you want to share this with, this is where you can go ahead and share that out. Next to it, we have an export option. So if you want to take an offline version, in Excel to work with or expect, uh, export it into a CSV uh, file that somebody can play around with the output from it. You can do that as well. There is an option to automate above. So I can do things like set reminders, right? And based upon the fact of what this is, it says completed on could be one of those. Or I can create a rule, and this is using Power Automate to create workflow within this particular uh, list that we've done. And then lastly, they have integrate. So if I want to, for example, create an app in Power Apps to front it, it'll do it automatically. It'll already pull in all this content and provide a Power Apps view. Again, we have Power Automate to create workflows. And I can visualize the list in Power BI. And the beautiful thing, I don't know if you're seeing this, Sue, but I don't have to go anywhere else uh, to try to, you know, like start a visualization. It says, hey, there's this data. Do you want to create a visualization? Let's do it right from here. Nice. So a lot of options. We even have alerts. So you can have alerts, manage my alerts when people enter data. That's all there. But if we want to get started, we're going to simply select new. And notice it already has a form built for us. Nice. So we have a form that's built here. We're going to go in. We can enter value. So I could say for employee onboarding, attend new employee training. Right. We can yeah. give it a description. We can give complete date by. We can enter all this data that we might want to have a mentor for the new employees that's coming on. But we can enter all that data, and when we're done, we just save. And it's automatically going to be here. It's viewable, um, and people can fill that out. So very quickly, we were able to create this nice, unique view um, for this employee onboarding tracker, unique, uh, that we could then you know, reference people to as they're coming on board point them to this. But again, we could create many others. If we want to edit this, I told you we can edit in the grid view. The other thing we can do, though, is come up here, the little gear in the upper right-hand corner uh, that's settings, 
and you'll notice it has list settings. And if I select that, this will look very familiar to those folks who've worked with a SharePoint list. In fact, it looks exactly the same. We can see the columns and I can click on any one of them. For example, title, and I can see all the attributes and things I can do to work with that or change it. I can add additional columns here, right? I can create a column. I can modify existing columns, like here's a complete yes, no. We have a hyperlink or picture to a, a link. We have a person or group using AD lookup. All that's there. And under create a column to add additional ones, we have all those capabilities like single lines of text, multiple lines, numbers, currency, date lookup, hyperlinks, calculations, task outcomes, all kinds of stuff that's out there that we can you know, add to this again to go ahead and uh, capture additional data. Finally, we can also come in here under the different views that we want to create. We can create all kinds of different views. By default, there's a default mobile view that's created. There's a web default view. But if we want to create specific filtered views, we can do that as well. And all that will look and act and work exactly like it did if you were in the past in SharePoint lists. But this is the new Microsoft list. So, Sue, any questions on this? Well, the thought in my mind is that I would, you know, this is one of the reasons if we were doing this live, I think people would have so many questions about how creative they can get. Yeah. Like the options are limitless. And I liked how when you click new, those templates, that yep. just gives you eight ideas right there of what you can do to use the lists for. And I also liked mm -hmm. what you said about uh, using like an RSVP or an attendance list as your, because, you know, when you do a webinar, and RSVP, you already have an access to an Excel spreadsheet that you could use to create a list if you want to publish who's coming. Yep. You know, that could be pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. That That is, and to me, that's powerful, right? Yes. So, and you can do all this. Now, this is a great example. And, you know, again, we can take this anywhere, anytime, anyplace. So this was kind of standalone. <clears throat> but what about within the context of a website itself? Yes. So here I have this particular one. Um, and, you know, I'll just show you an example. Uh, I think I did. Yeah, I do have onboarding. Let me go over here. I have another site. I just thought of doing this. And resources and tools. I have it here. Uh, wait a minute. Where did I have? Oh, your onboarding starts here. Nice. Um, new hire checklist. Look familiar? Yes, it does. Yeah, so here is for new hires. Here's a populated one they used doing the same function, but they you know trimmed it down to exactly what they wanted. Um, and it's been added to this particular web page, right? So uh, you can actually, and this is part of, by the way, this site, this template for the whole site with this one, this came from lookbook.microsoft.com. But let's say, well, I'm going to go back to the landing, our other one. Let's say we wanted to add a new employee, uh, you know, hiring one. It, it's simple within the context of SharePoint itself. I'm going to come over, on, I'm on the home page here. 
of this SharePoint site. And in the upper right-hand corner again, the gear that means settings, if you have permissions. If I come over here, I'm going to go to, in this particular one, site contents. And when I go to site contents, right at the upper right, excuse me, upper left, underneath the, the title of the site, it says new and there's a plus, you know, icon. There's also a drop down indicator. When I click that, we have an option for a new list. And so I can come in here and click list and I get the exact same dialog box to create a blank, create from Excel, from an existing list, and then we have those same eight templates. So all of those are available here um, for us to work with. I'm just, I'll choose something different this time. We'll say travel requests. So now people off the home page, and we'll be able to link it off of our navigation. We'll be able to request travel. I'll just say, I like to capitalize travel request. It can show insight navigation. We'll go ahead and do that. Select create. And there we go, it's added it up here into the navigation for people automatically. Who has access to this? In this case now, everybody who has access to the site has access to this particular list. So I can go ahead and close that. Um, and then they can come in here again, they can select new, they can edit this, but if they select new, then they'll get the form to go ahead and fill this out. And it also has the same options as previously. You know, maybe I want to do uh, set up a power automate workflow to automatically alert their manager around the travel request. And we could do that here, but it's all been provided for. And I, again, I did it right within context of SharePoint. And now if I come back to the home page of this site, you can see there it is in my navigation. If I want to add that under find, I certainly could move that. But the point is, it made it quick, simple, and easy, and now it's integrated right into the site, just like we did before. I love it. And if you need to update it or make a change, it's one place. And then whatever websites, wherever you have it, it would update it everywhere. And you know what? This website, let's just, I'll go over here in Teams, by the way, that website happens to be part of my, oh, Viva Connections. So now I can do travel requests right from within Teams, my Viva Connections homepage. It's right here. Love I it. Click travel requests. I never leave. Done. Yeah, and, and great because a lot of times, especially if you're new, I can speak to that. Sometimes you don't know where to start. It's hard. You don't know where to look. Yeah. And if you can go to the main central landing spot for employees, that. Yep. Where are you going to find it? I love it. And it's there. So we'll take it the very last leg of the journey here. I'm now in a team in Teams. What if we need a list to track data for my team? Well, in the old days, we may have done access or something else, or we could do Excel, but why not just go ahead, click the plus. I'm going to type list. And there it is, there's my list icon. We're gonna select that. We'll say, add it to this uh, particular one. 
Once I do, it says select save to finish adding lists to this channel. I'll go ahead and do that. And since it's my first list, create one or add an existing list. So guess what? Those other two we just created, I could just select that, one of those, and drop hmm. it in here. But let's click create a new. And oh my goodness, it looks a little different. Does. Not much. The only thing different is there's three additional ones that have been uploaded and added in here, three additional templates. So at the very top, we still have blank, Excel, and existing. Um, but now for templates, we don't have eight. We've got 11 because I've got some of the loan, uh, some of the healthcare stuff and financial services. So if I come in here, again, I said we're, create, we're continuing to create. So you can continue to add. I'm going to add patients here. Record the needs and status of patients so care teams can monitor and coordinate care. And I can look through all that. Once I'm done, say use template. Again, color, icons. I'm just going to select create. So now for my team that's working a floor of you know, a hospital wing or something, and they want to monitor all that. Now I've added that within our team, and they can select a new item. Just like previous, they're going to get the form right within Teams here, laid out nice form to go ahead, enter name, insurance, and all that other data. And again, just because it is just Teams, I can always then connect this via workflow to other systems. I can Go ahead and visualize it so we can have a visualization with Power BI. All that's available. It's all right here, and I've done it right in my team. And that's it. Lists, they're everywhere. That's awesome. Very powerful. So I'm going to stop presenting. Um, I'll, I'll be making sure, you know, I'm going to put links in for everybody into our post around where they can get started. There's some great posts with demos by Mark Cashman, but start playing with lists. They're mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. All right, ready for my turn? I am ready. Uh, and I'm gonna need you to help me with this demo. So let me go ahead and share my screen. It will be popping up here momentarily. Actually, I'm gonna share my whole window. There you go. Wants to share <laughs> Hey, I left you for a second, but don't worry, you still there? <laughs> okay, we're gonna keep going. So let me go ahead and share my screen. It was kind of giving me a problem when I did a pop out for my window, but that's all right. We're just gonna show the whole thing. So we're, there you go, you should be seeing my desktop. Hopefully Mike's gonna come back and join us. Uh, I am going to show you how to upload a document in 
first of all, upload it to Teams, and then anyone that's part of that group chat will be able to participate in that. You back, Mike? I'm back. I got it. I, it popped me out into a separate. I think it was my fault when I was trying to use the pop-out window. But that's okay. I kept going. We just kept it going. So right here is where I'm going to open it up, and I'm going to open up this doc in Teams. And right now, this is a group chat I have with Mike G in here and also Pete, who is sometimes uh, a guest appearance here on Midday Cafe. And we are working on this document together. And here, if I want to see the conversation that's going on, um, I can see this is the conversation that's actually happening in Microsoft Teams. So let me do a quick recap. I uploaded the document into the group chat. And then from, in, from Teams, I opened up the document inside of Teams, and that's what you're looking at right now. I clicked on conversation so that I could see my entire history of my conversation all the way from the moment I shared the file. We talked back and forth, and I can also see some changes have been made. If Pete or Mike G, if they were also in this document, I, not only would I be able to see that they're in it, like I can see right here that Mike's right up there, but I'd also be able to see what what slide they're on too. So we can make sure we're looking at the same slide. I can click on um, this little button right here if there were any changes that were made that I missed. So real quick, I can catch up on all the activity that's happened since the last time I looked at the document. I think that's pretty cool. And then also, I do also like doing the comments because these comments I can have on each slide. So here's a comment I made to Mike G, for example, um, that's specific to the slide. And then over here is our conversation that's inside of Teams as yep. we're going back and forth. Uh, right here is where I can see Mike G. He's on this slide right now. So we both can be looking at the same slide at the same time. A couple other features I love. This slide has been hidden and I like how it's got this banner now so you can easily see that it's been hidden. Um, and I can also see that, look, there's a change happening live. The beautiful thing is that even though we're not together in the same room, we can be working on the same dock. And I think it's even better because we don't have to be available at the same time to work on the document. We also don't have to be in the same place. I can catch up quickly. And that means that we can get this job done without having to schedule a meeting. Right. And I'm all about less meetings. That's my preference. Um, so that is being able to share a doc inside of Teams. Again, I think this is going to be very popular as some people start to return to work, while the rest of us, um, a lot of us are probably going to remain working from home. Any questions there, Mike? No, Anything? I mean, I agree. I it, you know, collaboration, co-collaborating on document um, with multi-party is one of those things that still, when people are in teams, they're not thinking about that, which, you know, amazes me. Like they're thinking, okay, yeah, I chat, I do this, I tell people to do that. We create a team and we're dumping our docs and all that, but live real-time collab is still something, which the reason why it's funny to me, I mean, my, my daughter, I'll just say, my daughter's 23 now. Back when she was in high school, her and her uh, peers were co -col were collaborating on documents together. 
live from home. I remember one time her being at home and her going, ah, and I said, what? She goes, this stupid boy on our project, he keeps changing this and this. And they were live on a thing and she had turned off the audio to the, but she was mad at because he was doing stuff and they were having to tell him stop and do this and that. But it, it is something that, you know, your Gen Xers and stuff coming up, they're going to expect and they're expecting to be able to do these things. Mm-hmm. And it's built in, you know, and that full collaboration. Collaboration is not just talking, having meetings. It's actually working live. Agreed. Agreed. And of course, I'm going to take this one step further, Mike, because what would a midday cafe be without mentioning something about accessibility? So. Uh, one of the things I can also do while we're all collaborating on this document, I can go here to review. And this is where I can do the check accessibility button. It's really important. I never paid attention to this before until now. Uh, Microsoft's done such a great job on awareness and closing the disability divide. It's just, it's a priority of ours. And it's really important for those that are using any kind of a narrator or a screen reader. We want yep. them to get just as much out of the slide as you or me. Uh, so here I have no major errors when I did my accessibility checker. But look, I have one here that has a slide and it's it should pop up here. Yeah, right here where it's like warning me, hey, this slide's going to be hard for someone to read. So at this point, I can either I can take the time to reformat come up with a different selection, but it's a warning. And that's all the cells that are hard to read that it's pointing out. And then there's another one, and it's this slide 11, where it's letting me know that the order might be funny. In other words, when someone's using a narrator, we want it mm-hmm. to read the title first, then we want it to read the box one, box two, box three, right? It wouldn't make sense if it was box four, title, second box, so this gives you an idea, hey, you need to go and check and make sure the order of the slide is correct. Gotcha. And um, now some features, sometimes to get the full features of PowerPoint, you do have to open it up in the app. And this is yeah. an example of one of them. So in order to do the order pane, you do have to open up in the app. So let me just show that really quick. Um, are you seeing the new PowerPoint yeah. slide? Good. Yeah. So it's all again, it's all under the review button. And here where you, this was not available in Teams, but when you go to the app, there's this um, reading order pane. And this is what's going to allow me to actually. So this rectangle here, I don't want that to be read at all. So I uncheck it and then I can go. It's going to read it, you know, in the order it's going to read the title first. Then I'll read number one. See how it's high. Can you see how it's highlighting the pictures as yep. I go down? Yeah. Um, and that's just another way where you can make sure that you are. I'm going to use the I word inclusive where you can yep. make sure you'll be inclusive so that all people of all abilities are able yep. to get the most out of your content. Oh, that's awesome. And it's a great way to go in if you need to quickly change the order. Yep. And you want to, when you add, I love adding pictures and things like that. Uh, and think if someone's using a screen reader, they will have no idea what that picture is if you don't right. add alt text. And yeah. that's really easy too. Any image you right click and you can edit alt text. I, yeah. I mean, it's right there. 
So, no, very cool. And that's yeah, for like all it. the Office apps. Yes. Totally. Right. Yeah. Not just PowerPoint, but Word, yeah. Excel. Yep. And all the same way, you're going to find it under the Review tab for all of them. Very so cool. There you go. Work together while being apart. And make it accessible for everybody, irrespective. So great. So I think, you know, we had, uh, we actually ended up with three things. Cause I had a little surprise there. <laughs> that's all right. No, that's awesome. So, you know, we'll include links to all the uh, pieces about this where you can learn more. So we'll send me ones. I'll post ones around, uh, what did I show? <laughs> around lists. Lists, yes. And, uh, yeah. I keep hearing my grandkid, my grandson, he's three, running around up there. Um, that's where you need to be. That's where I need. That's where I'm going right after this. Great. So, uh, yeah, so we'll make sure we include all that. And that's it. That's what we got. Next week, we are not going to have Midday Cafe on Monday the 5th. Um, I will be traveling. It's the 5th, which the 4th. Do we have an official holiday that day? Oh, we yep. do. Here we go. Yes. Um, Al Alfred was bugging me. He's like, so are we still going to meet on Monday? I was like, no, I don't think. Well, I'm driving from, we could try to meet, but it's going to be on my phone. The answer um, is no. <laughs> answer is no. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we'll we'll resume the following week after that. But for this week, this is Mike. This is Sue. Bidding you have a great day, everyone. Take care, and as always, ciao.